Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shaped some of the people that you know, love, and follow. All right. What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone had a great weekend uh, back in Austin for like three straight weeks, which I'm like extremely excited about. I've been traveling quite a bit. I was just up in Colorado though for four or five days, right? Beating the heat, which was amazing. So um, excited to be back. Uh, school kicks off like I'm sure it does for a lot of you on Wednesday. So right after this, I've got the old meet the teacher, which should be a, which should be a fun one. You know, so far, so good. So, all right, what's going on at Brony DC? I've got my like little comment. I'm going to try the little the different setup that I've done in the past. So, if you see me down here, really what I'm doing, see, it's, it, I'm like looking at myself here, but I'm just that way I can comment. And it's actually, I think, a little bit easier for me to do it here. Make sure to uh, toss in the comments where you're joining from. Uh, feel free to drop in your role. Uh, if you are just joining me for the first time, one of the first times I have been for the last couple of months talking about AI and generative AI a ton. Um, and really excited for this one. This is going to be a great one um, you know, for all of us. So what's good? And as usual, if you are joining for the first time, um, please make sure to drop your questions in the comments as well too. Um, almost without fail, at the end, I'll spend a little bit of time just going through some questions and you know, different things that people um, you know, have around this. Today's topic is, is, is such an important one for me because I feel like everything you hear about AI today is like writing better messages and how to write your better perfect email. And then like what's happening? People still aren't booking meetings. Shocking. So um, we've got to realize that generative AI and tools like it are absolutely um, not just for <laughs> the top of funnel, but also for later stages of the deal. And so I'm going to go ahead and drop a couple more links for us here for everyone to check out. For sure, make sure if you haven't already, this is wild. We have literally over 500 people that have um, signed up for, for this. Yes, Scott McDonald, what's up? What's up, Scott? Scott McDonald and I, just so you know, may or may not have waited tables. Well, he was a bartender at TGI Fridays. So if you want to know about my college life, that's what it was. Um, yes, Scott, this is always recorded so you can join us whenever you want. So if you're joining now, make sure to sign up. I'm going to drop another link in here for you where you all can sign up. It's me and KD, nine weeks, talking about all the applications of AI. And I cannot tell you, again, Kevin, Kevin's kind of the guy who kind of got me starting to think about this. Uh, and you know, since then, I think I've really... you know take it to the next, next level. And he's taking it to the next level on, on what's, uh, what's possible here. So I'm going to jump into this late stage deal um, prep. Everyone again, everyone. And again, they think like, oh, again, AI is for better messaging. Like, sh yeah, sure, whatever. But there's different applications for different, let's call it um, non, you know, just writing a better message to book a person uh, type, uh, you know, 
applications here. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about like some different prompts you can use and some different things that you can use, uh, you know, here. So this is a good one for me. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to copy and paste this in here. So think about things like role playing, scenario planning. These to me are some of the more important ones to think about. So I just dropped a, a prompt example in here for you, right? So um, hey, I'm meeting with these people, or I've got a big meeting coming up. Here are some of the challenges that they're facing. Highlight the key technological decisions they make, their involvement in enhancing the customer experience, etc. So imagine you want to get up to speed on a persona. You want to get up to speed on um, you know, who this person is, what they might care about. If you're using something like Bing um, or Bard that also uses the internet, you can, or I mean, they all use the internet, that uses um, like searching online, you can make these very specific to the individual. So again, when I think about the applications of generative AI in later stage deals, uh, the ability to scenario plan is just a massive one to me, right? So, okay, let's take it to the next level. Now, let's say you wanted to get up to speed on the industry, okay? I'm going to drop another one in here for you. Again, here's what happens. Just so you all know, leaders and executives take meetings with people that make them smarter. And so if you're not making people smarter. You're not staying up to, to speed on trends in the industry. That is why your meetings probably are not going the way you want them to. You know, more and more people, what we found is, um, you know, executives are looking for ROI, but they're also looking, it's like, look, if you're not going to add value and you don't know what's happening in my industry, then why am I going to take this meeting with you? What do I need to, you know, uh, meet with you for? Because, you know, you're not adding a ton of value to my day-to-day or my life. So just think of that, okay? Which is these different prompts. Um, there's some long ones, but again, think about how it can help you to, you know, get to know the person better, scenario plan, uh, make sure I've got a couple of industry tidbits. You know, like, great, hey, tell me, like, quickly summarize top three trends in industrial manufacturing for operations managers of medium-sized waste management firms, right? So just think of the applications that way, when I'm going into the meeting, I've got all these little like tidbits, some different things I can use just to demonstrate myself, you know, as an expert. Okay, uh, next but certainly not least is um, refining your value props. So I'm going to drop some prompts in here for you all for this one. So I want you to think about this one. Um, for a lot of you, you might you might know your value prop, or you've ran hundreds of meetings for the company you're with, or thousands of meetings. This is going to make your pitch better, you know. So again, it's like, hey, um, I've got a larger meeting. Um, the CTO of an e-commerce industry, um, in their, and they're trying to do ABC. The pain points they've told me are ABC. Um, help me to redefine my value prop for this. You know, and again, like the prompt I just dropped in there is a good one. If you don't have, uh, you know, you're you're just using Chat GPT and you're not using, you know, something that's internet enabled. Imagine if you are using something that's internet enabled, like a Bing or a Bard, you could get specific. You could drop in a link to their investor relations page. Ooh, it's one of my favorite moves right now. Okay. If you're using Bing, listen to this and bookmark this. You can copy and paste in. If you're using Claude 2, you can, um, you could just literally upload like their whole annual report. Or you could, if you're using Bing, you could put a link to their investor relations. Hey, using this link, find, you know, and looking at, you know, the last six months, are there any articles that talk about one of these five topics? So imagine being able to like do this advanced prep, advanced research um, to really define the value prop. Hey, I know you all are focused on this. This is how I think I can help you with that. So again, very specific. 
um, very um, relevant use cases for them. So that's a value prop. Okay, so we've got prep kind of research. We've got nailing the value prop. Again, just think how you can use more and more of these types of prompts to get more specific, more specific, and more specific um, as a part of this. Uh, the next one, anticipating objections. Okay, this to me, for anybody out there, okay, anybody out there who is um, looking at doing these types of you know, tools or looking at these, um, the next one that I've got for you here is around, um, again, the concept of um, advanced objection handling. Because to me, most objections you can anticipate. Like you have an idea probably of who's going to, you know, oh, the CTO is going to have an issue with this or the head of sales might have this type of issue. Um, so, you know, think about like, I could say like, okay, I've got a meeting coming up with, um, and this is a prompt I was working on for uh, a course I'm doing for LinkedIn um, on this topic. So that'll drop in December. I will let all of you know. I'm very excited about that. I've got a meeting coming up and the CTOs typically has these four objections. Um, what are three things I could add to my proposal or pitch that would make, make sure that I could you know, address those before they become an issue? So just think of like all the different objections. You can use it as a, as a chance to kind of be a sounding board for you. And from there, you know, as you do these objections, you know you can say things like, "Okay, be tougher on me." You know, okay, now now what would you, knowing that you might have this objection, this is what you're telling me to say. What still might your objection be? So you can have it start to literally like do objection handling against itself to help you to really battle test uh, your message. So we got just got a couple more things here. Message from Kristen Harrison. Uh, very smart. Adding value builds trust. I'm about to get in a call. Um, yes. So she asked about if there is a uh, playback. So yes, just so you all know, if you go back to my LinkedIn, there is this will be on there for every Monday ever. Um, so make sure you go and check that out as a part of this. So the other and the last thing I'll bring up here um, that around this kind of late late stage, you know, um, you know, kind of prompts is role playing. So role playing for me, I'm just going to type in just role playing is a prompt strategy. So I'm going to call prompt strategy is role play. This is one of my favorites. So role playing to me is probably one of the most underutilized concepts of chat GPT. And I've been in sales for 20 plus years. You know, maybe you've been in sales for two years or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 years. I don't know. We all role play with ourselves, you know, meaning, you know, even my most call it, uh, I've got a big meeting coming up. I'm thinking through like, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? Ooh, this person might do this, or I've been on calls and they, they handled something this way, etc. How can I change how I handle that? So think of this concept of role playing in these advanced later stage deals. Again, I, I started to kind of tease some of these. Um, the prompt that I built out, let me see if I can find it for you real quick. I literally was just working on this thing. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, this is a good one. There's some typos in here, so don't judge me. All right, don't judge me because there's typos in here. So here's an example of a role play one that I just built out. My company, Link, has two uh, meetings with the VP of Sales for X Division and X Company. Oh, sorry, it's ha has had two meetings. See, I told you there are typos. This is like very raw. The first meeting, um, he highlighted these things. Um, he had some interest specifically in this is the product page. We now... God, there's a lot of typos in this. We now have a meeting... <laughs> have meetings with the head of marketing who may care about this, the IT director who can sometimes be a blocker because of this. Based on that, 
you know, what do you think that they would care about here? So imagine being able to role play this, this scenario here, where I can think of like all the different things that might go into, um, you know, this, I guess, you know, call it a like scenario that I'm going to have to get into. And then from there, I can just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with it. Okay, so just imagine a world where I can do this type of role playing and then I can just keep going deeper and keep going deeper and keep going deeper. So I could say, okay, now the IT director, you know, um, role play this with me. I'm going to say this and you type it out. And then you can say, now as the IT director, how would you respond? Uh, be more difficult. How would, and then you could say literally, be a more difficult, give me a more, you know, uh, direct response. Um, give me a response that highlights this objection. This to me, for any of you who are in sales or in sales leadership, the, the possibility of what generative AI can do to help leadership up-level people faster, for you as a seller to build your skill faster. And, you know, again, even if I, you know, as an experienced seller, this is something that, you know, you're, you're typically going to just, you know, bounce this off the inside of your head. But now just imagining having a thought partner you can spar with 24-7. Something I will tell you to keep in mind, when you use tools like ChatGPT and others, generative AI, each thread is going to be kind of its own concept. And so what I mean by that is, um, if you just start to do everything in the same thread, ChatGPT and other tools like it will start to lose focus. Because they're like, wait, he was asking me about this, and now it's this. And so does he still want to talk about this thing? And let me... So you know, when I, when I think about creating these threads, I, you know, create different threads for different scenarios. You know, one could be just a whole thread about like a difficult IT leader. It could be a whole thread around you know, industry trends within VPs of sales and tech. Right? So just think of that, that component that the more that you keep your threads um, focused on a topic or series of topics that are related, the higher quality I find it continues to you know, go, go into. Uh, Robert said, role-playing is such a critical practice at all levels in sales. 100%. Yes, agree. And just now imagine Robert for the first time ever, I don't need someone to role play with me. I can role play with myself and the machine. And that to me is what I think the power is. So for all of you out there, if you're in sales, uh, yes, most people have not thought about this. But I'm telling you right now, Robert, you're going to be blown away by how good it is. <laughs> like It is really, really good. Um, a lot of people, like I said, we think that because we've been in sales for a long time, maybe generative AI, it's for those SDRs or you know, setting a better meeting or I know better. I'm telling you, every time I do a version of what I'm talking about now, there's almost without fail one or two, three, one or two things it brings up that I go, oh, that's a great point. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, I'll incorporate that. Or, or you know, vice versa. Like I said, it's, you know, oh, okay, well, cool. Like it's, it's highlighting pretty much what I had planned. Um, and then again, just, just think about how you can keep pushing its buttons. Be someone who's more direct and really didn't want to be in the meeting in the first place. <laughs> you can tell it to act like that. You know, I, found, I find that ChatGPT defaults to maybe um, in the sales environment, like too nice at times. And so I consistently in my prompts tell ChatGPT to be more direct, to have more objections than it typically wants to. Because like I said, ChatGPT, I feel like can just be too polite. And it's like what I always say, you know, Robert, you know, is a big fan of role playing. I don't need to role play for the rose colored glasses scenario. And that's what I used to tell my reps. Like, guys, we prepare that we are going to meet with the most hard ass, difficult people ever. Because if you prepare for those people and someone is nice, you already know what to do. 
So when you're role playing, again, this is more like a sales tactic. You don't want to role play for like, what's my value prop for them? That's one. Again, it's like, be more difficult. Act like you've heard that value prop before four times. And now tell me what you would say. So just imagine how like, like, like minute you can get here in this kind of scenario planning um, and role playing. So those are my three. Okay, so step one, uh, conduct research and prep. So again, it can help me to prep for the individual. It can help me to prep for uh, the industry trends. So before I have a big meeting, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me pull out some of these things. Hey, hey, let me just you know just think real quick. Okay, what the, might this person care about? What are some new trends, some things that are happening, etc. I might want to pull in number two, value prop. Hey, I sell to these people. This is what we do. Give me three ways they would say yes. Like you know, how can how can I tweak this product page to better fit with what they do? So again, how can I get my value prop more and more specific to that individual in that situation? And last but certainly not least, you know, anticipating objections and role playing. These last two are just—I mean, it's they're just wild, you know. Again, and you know, someone who's been in sales for as long as I have, these are the, the things I used to do in my head. You know, I would sit there, you know, late at night, or you know, I'm up. I'm like, okay, well, this person's going to be like this, and then this, and and now it's like I can literally like put it out all on paper and and really think about it, you know, twenty four seven. That's what's up, everyone. That's what I got for you. I'm going to put two things in here. One, like I said before, guys, you have to sign up for this. My boy, Kevin Dorsey, starting August 24th, are doing a nine-part series on every single application for AI in the sales organization and for sales leaders. A lot of this topic is for aspiring sales leaders, but also it's going to be very applicable to people on the front line. But sign up. We have, I, I literally, we have 500 people that have signed up in the first like three days because everybody is trying to figure out how to master this. And Kevin and I are going to go deep on this. So sign up. And also, if your company is trying to figure out how to integrate generative AI, book a meeting with me and the team. So I put a couple of links in there for you. Make sure to do that. Always happy to sit there, sit here, talk about what's happening with generative AI, etc. So that's what I got for everyone this week. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. You can always DM here on LinkedIn if you have any questions. Sign up for the webinar. Please share it with your network. There's nothing like this happening on LinkedIn in B2B sales like what Kevin and I are doing. And we both feel deep down, and this might sound cheesy, that it is like our duty to help sales leaders and teams understand the power of generative AI. And hopefully from today's session, you're like, Again, like, wait, role-playing, scenario planning, objection handling? I don't even think of this. Just imagine if like, this is you listening for 20 minutes, how much we're all scraping the surface of this. And so this webinar series with Kevin and I is really going to be some next-level you know, things that are going to help a lot of people. And again, if your reps are already using generative AI, and about 70% of them are, book time with me, and we can walk through some best practices. That's what I got, y'all. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you, everyone, again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well, too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review. 